I'm so happy you're listening to today's episode. Welcome to Heal, Survive, and Thrive. We are going to go over some reminders that I feel like we all need sometimes because we can get really caught up in the painful things that we have to go through in life, and they can be just devastating, and it's totally understandable. We've all been there. We've all had things happen to us where it just is so gut-wrenching and heartbreaking and we feel like we can't even catch our breath because we're just trying to survive and it's very easy to think that we are just going to stay in this place forever. It's really easy for us to just assume we are the victim and I don't want to be in a victim state and I don't want you guys to be in a victim state. In that state, you are completely powerless. So today I want to talk about the positive side to life handing us some really difficult challenges. Um, I think we've all been there. We've all had these things happen to us in life where we're struggling to see the light at the end of the tunnel. We don't understand why these things are happening to us. We are just trying to deal with how we feel, let alone really get over something. So before we do get into today's episode, I want to give you an opportunity to take this time and begin investing in your own personal well-being. I know the holidays are approaching and while this can be a very just magical and loving time of the year, it is also a very painful and stressful time of the year. Perhaps you are dealing with so many different things. Maybe you're dealing with death. Maybe you're dealing with divorce. Maybe you are going through a really painful breakup and this is the first holiday season that you're alone. Maybe this is the first time that you'll be sharing your children during the holiday season. So maybe you are coming to grips with the fact that your relationship is needing to end. Not every person will feel light and happy this time of year. And I don't want to make this a gloomy, you know, little segment here, but I do want to completely keep it real and be honest and say that if you are riding cloud nine, then ride that wave and enjoy it. And for those that are going through some pretty difficult stuff right now, it is life and this too shall pass. And this will not be, you know, not every year is going to feel like this, but we do need tools and we do need things to kind of help us while we navigate the waters that we're in because maybe it's unfamiliar territory. Maybe you have not really ever dealt with this before. Maybe this is the first crappy holiday that you're kind of walking into and it's just depressing. So we've all been there. And if you haven't been there, guess what? You're going to be there at some point because that's life as my phone just like, you know, (laughs) went off for a second. And I look, I just want to give you this opportunity to start working on healing and doing some of the things that perhaps might need to be dealt with in order to start moving through where you are. You have a really great opportunity right now to click the links below and begin working with me to tackle not just some of the painful things that we all have to go through, but also some of the fun things. And maybe you are doing fine in your life and this is the year where you are walking into 2024 and you are goal setting and you are not looking back and you feel that energy and you feel that empowerment and I want to help you to create that and ride that wave for you so no matter how painful how big or small we all need breaks in our lives where we focus on ourselves if you guys are ready to do the work I encourage you to begin registering for private coaching and taking this time before the year ends to really work on yourself while you are enjoying or getting through this holiday season. So let's get back into the episode. 
we hear this metaphor often when one door closes, another one opens, but why is the door closing so significant? I think the biggest thing with the door closing is just habit, comfort, like being comfortable in your life, routine, and it's just this is all the stuff that you've always known. And so when the door closes, you're not used to the other door. You don't know the other door. You're not familiar with the other door. So the that metaphor definitely represents opportunity and growth and change in our lives and guess what none of those things people really sign up for there aren't a lot of people that are just living their best life enjoying everything and they're like you know what i'm ready to grow i'm ready for opportunity to get very very uncomfortable even the people that voluntarily want to grow and like work on themselves they are still doing it because they have hit pain They have hit a point of being uncomfortable where they want more for themselves. So you don't have to be in gut-wrenching pain, but you're definitely getting sick of being where you are, which is why you sign up to go through this process called self-development, called growth. And when we don't ask for the change, usually, or we don't raise our hand and say, you know what, I'm getting a little uncomfortable. I'm ready. I'm ready to get out of my comfort zone and give myself some opportunities and really work on, on myself. When that isn't your scenario and life just instead hands you or just gives you the closed door, now you have no choice. That door is not going to open and now you have to figure out what door is right for you and what door you are going to open. So the closed door, it forces us to redirect and that's something that no one really likes to do. They don't really like to discover new relationships, new paths, new a new life because creating is not always the funnest. When we create life, you have to or you, like I said, for the person that wants to grow, they are already in a mindset of, "Okay, I'm ready to be uncomfortable." Like I because I want this so badly. I want this relationship. I want this job opportunity. I want this money. I want this house. I want this, whatever it is that they want for themselves. I want peace. I want happiness because they have made it their goal. They are ready to get uncomfortable when you don't make it that when that wasn't your goal. Like I didn't consciously make this decision to like change and to grow and to be uncomfortable. Usually that's when it's really, really painful for, for people. And even though you don't sign up for some of these things. You don't sign up to go through pain. You don't sign up to go through a divorce. Maybe you didn't initiate it. Maybe you didn't want it. Maybe you didn't even see it coming at the end, you know, hell, but it's here. And since you didn't get to make the decision, there's one thing that you have to go through that the other person doesn't have to go through. And that's grieving. You have to deal with the impact of this like sudden change that maybe you didn't see coming or maybe you did see it coming slightly but again you didn't make the decision so when you don't make decisions and life makes decisions for you we we fight that sometimes and and look i mean we're human so are we that relaxed and easygoing and trusting of life and above it all where when things happen we can just go with the flow constantly like no that's not realistic that's not going to happen whatsoever so we're going to get angry. We're going to get upset. We're going to say, why me? We're going to go through all those phases of grieving, which is one day I'm happy, one day I'm sad. I'm thankful that this is happening and now I get to get better. And the next day I'm really struggling with this. Like, why did this have to happen to me? Like, so that ebbing and flowing is part of the door closing. And that's, that's the, 
I don't know how to say it. I think that's just like the point where you have to just ride the wave and feel what you need to feel, but not stay stuck in a place for too long. I think there are just certain mentalities that you have to have in life, even when you are going through painful times and situations. So I am just the believer in when something doesn't work out, there's a reason. There's a reason why this isn't happening, or there's a reason why it's not happening right now. Either it's not ready, it's not my time, or I'm not ready, or it's not happening because I'm getting better. And, or like, you know, I am going to have a better relationship. I'm, there is a better opportunity. If I went on a date and it didn't work out with this person, it's because I'm going to get better. So I'm going to wait. I'm not going to be impatient. I'm not going to be selfish. I'm not going to want it to be this person. I have to learn how to accept life sometimes. And that even though I want it right now, it's not going to happen. Again, that is all well and good. I know what you guys are thinking. Like, yeah, Steph, great. Okay, I'll just be so easygoing like you said, even though you said also that that's not an easy thing to do. But it's not. It, it is, you know, I'm not going to sit here and say, oh, I everything I've went through was just such a breeze and I accepted it. No, there was the ugly cry in the shower. There was the nights where like just laying in bed and the tears rolling down. Like all of that stuff has to happen because we can't, it's tough to just accept what is as it happens. You still have to feel disappointment and feel frustration and feel that exhaustion. And, and the, the growth comes in your ability to feel, but to see past what you're feeling to what will be and making that like a declaration and affirming that that's where the strength comes in. So when I say that I just have the belief if something doesn't work out, there's a reason and it's always a good one. It's never a bad one. Then I affirm that I trust in life. I do. I wholeheartedly do. And when you're going through pain, yes, you have to process how you feel and you have to feel it and it sucks. That's, that's the crappy part. But the hard part too, is also digging way deep to affirm what I just said and to have that trust and faith and belief that something better is actually coming and that what is really meant for me wasn't going to be here. And I have to trust in that. And I I don't think you have to trust. It's not something that's really hard to do. Um, I think a lot of it comes from just how much you do, in fact, love yourself and how much you do feel worthy of some of the things that you do want for yourself when you have that really great kind of like inner inner stuff going on and you've cultivated that you that faith is just it's there and you you don't deny it but you also are going to be human and just struggle a little bit with your humanness with your you know fears or your self-doubt or the grieving that you're going through that's just kind of par for the course. So I don't, I never really did believe that a closed door was a no or a closed door meant that, you know, I'm not worthy or that I did something wrong. I didn't, I didn't, I really just didn't have that mentality. And I I want you to understand, I want you to start learning from closure. When a door closes, it really is an opportunity to start learning and perhaps you didn't really you know set out this desired outcome like look I didn't want this but every closed door provides a really will 100% give you lessons 
You're going to learn things about yourself. You're going to learn things about other people. When a door closes, you're going to learn what you could have done better and what you can do next time. Like it's always going to be feedback. It gives you the ability to start to self-reflect on where you are, what you have, right? Maybe you're trying to actually achieve something, who you are, what you have, the choices that you've made, the skills that you have, the goals that you have, what you want for yourself. Like you have an ability when a door closes to stop your life, pause and self-reflect. When the door was open, you weren't doing that. You were just going with life. You were just in the flow for good or for bad. And this gives you an opportunity to stop. Now, most people, when the door closes, they don't stop. They just immediately open another one or they're so devastated by the door closing that they just stop altogether. I give up, right? I'm not going to achieve this goal. This isn't going to happen for me. See, I told you because the door closed this, or the answer was a no or it didn't work out and they just completely stop. And this is where, yeah, you're not going to achieve any goals for yourself because unfortunately you are going to have doors close. There are going to be people that fall out of love with you. There are going to be people that, you know, don't want you working for their company anymore. There's going to be a loan that didn't go through. There's going to be a shady person that betrays you. There's all of those things are going to happen. So if you can't stop and pause and self-reflect and the self-reflection is not to just sit there and hate the situation and hate the person and, and blame pause is an opportunity for you to be really honest with yourself and not just pick yourself apart and all the things that you could have done better and why you're a crappy person and why this and why that. No, it's for you to give yourself praise and understanding and validation and empathy, but it's also about making better choices. It's about redirecting. It's about saying, okay, I still want this, but apparently if I do it this way, I'm not going to get what I want. If I, if I, you know, am attracted to this type of personality, then that's not going to give me the relationship that I want because that person's not capable. So when you understand why a door closes, you can start to gain these insights and then you apply it to the next step that you take in your life. You apply it to your future. The door closing it didn't close just to have you stop life altogether. That's not what this was about. And for a lot of people, the door closing, it breaks them. It either defeats them where they don't try again or they just blame themselves so badly for why the door closed. I wasn't good enough. Um, I don't know as much as I should know, so I'm not going to continue on with this goal. They just immediately stop instead of understanding really what is supposed to be happening here. All that's supposed to be happening is you're supposed to learn some stuff to redirect yourself into a new direction. You're still going towards the same goal. You're just doing it in a different way. That's what people miss, whether it's relationships or just actually achieving a goal. They don't stop and do that, that really important kind of like self-discovery, whatever you want to call it, self-discovery, healing period, you know, journey of self-growth or whatever <laughs> spiritual or analogy or whatever you, you like to call it. But that period where you are in silence and you are just looking at yourself, who am I? What do I want right now? And of course, you're also healing, right? You're healing from the no, from the betrayal, from the lying, from the backstabbing, from, you know, or the frustration of 
having a no happen again and again and again. It takes a really strong person to constantly hear a no and to be so set in their inner self that they know this is going to happen and that all of these no's mean absolutely nothing, right? We've heard all the stories. We've heard about, um, you know, the woman who wrote Harry Potter, how many times she had heard no before, you know, someone would, a publisher would take her on or Michael Jordan being cut from his freshman basketball team. Like we've heard about all these no's before in life. There, I mean, look at every, any actor that's has spent 20 years just grinding and grinding with no success whatsoever. So how does a person keep going through that and not give up? And really, it is this inner knowing that I am going to do this. And the thing is, yes, of course, you need self-worth and you need self-esteem to be able to have that kind of a mindset. But if you really learn about law of attraction, if you really learn about manifestation and understand how this all actually works, is that there's no difference between you and anyone. So if someone else has what you want, you can have it too. That's just, that's actually the way life works. It's pretty easy. You weren't born, you weren't created to be the person that wasn't able to succeed at this. Just are you willing to keep going when the door closes? Do you understand what the door closing actually means and what you should be doing when that happens? Most people don't know that because it's not something that's taught to us. We are taught to live in fear. We are taught to give up. We are not taught how to be strong and how to keep going and how to persevere and how to be resilient. Those aren't things that most people teach us. Even the people in our lives that mean the most, they, they, you know, they mean well, but no one can help you go beyond if they're not willing to go beyond. So I say this oftentimes regarding even like therapy, for example. Therapy is great. And I'm not saying all therapists are like this. So if you're listening, you're a therapist, don't take it personally <laughs> at all. But you have to be able to do the work. If you can't, if you're not doing the work, if you're not, you know, walking the walk, you're not going to be able to teach someone else how to do this. You're really not going to be able to help anyone. So this is kind of like no different. Like you have to be able to self-reflect and say, okay, what are the, what are the mistakes that I'm making? And mistakes are not a bad thing. It's just, I thought I should do this and clearly I shouldn't be. So that redirection period is really great. Embracing change. And I think you can't just automatically say, okay, I'm going to embrace change. I just love change because no one likes change. A closed door often really signifies this, this change and in that change now becomes the constant in your life. It is there until you start creating a new life routine, set of habits, new relationships, etc. So embracing it, of course, it'll allow you to evolve and adapt and grow and do all of that stuff that's so beneficial. But it, you know, it's also an opportunity to break free from your comfort zone, from what you've always been doing, from what you, the way you have always operated and really explore like a new way of living your life. And sometimes, not even sometimes, you don't realize that by doing this and being a little bit more open to change, even though sometimes I know we don't like it, you do grow. It's not just, it's not a saying that we just say, 
in you know in the coaching world or in the world in general it is true you will grow and you will find a deeper sense of happiness and peace because to get out of your comfort zone you have to be resilient you will build courage you will have higher senses of self-esteem and self-worth like everything will rise up as you are open to life and opportunities and not just stuck in your comfort zone or this is how you should do it or no I'm not going to do online dating I don't want to do online dating Uh, nope I'm not going to try it this way because I really think that this is the way that you have to do it be open to all different types of perspectives and ways to operate and I think when you come to the table from that angle you don't look at this goal as such a hard thing to achieve you're open you're willing to try anything you're willing to be adaptable and it allows you to be just honestly a lighter person (laughs) you're not so rigid in your life and how you should be living it I feel like for me I never really wanted to online date and it's funny too because I always said I was never going to meet anyone through online dating I did it But I just kept saying, nope, this is not where it's going to happen. I just know it. And of course, you know, be careful what you wish for. (laughs) Be careful what you speak because that's what you end up manifesting. And of course, I met my now partner online. But it was under a different set of circumstances than I had originally thought. So I thought I was just going to meet someone, you know, I'm right outside of Boston. I figured, all right, I'll probably meet someone like close to the city and I'll go on a couple dates and then that'll be it. So I didn't really think that I was going to meet someone that was going to already be living two and a half hours away and would be moving closer to Boston in about six months where now I had an opportunity to get to know a person and chat with him and FaceTime him for six months and see each other every now and then. So for me, that's exactly what I always wanted. I wanted to be able to really get to know a person before I committed to anything because I am just not a person that wants to jump into a relationship. I've never been that type of person. And when you're coming out of a really painful divorce and you're going, you're dealing with having been left and discarded and abandoned and cheating and lying and all those things, you're not really apt to just jump right back into another relationship. So I knew that I needed baby steps and that's exactly what I got. So I got it and I was open to online dating and there, there you have it. Same thing with my business. I didn't plan on getting divorced. That was not in my cards. It wasn't what I chose, but I got handed this opportunity to say, okay, let me think about my life right now and where I'm at. Yes, I'm frustrated. Yes, I'm sad. Yes, I'm disappointed that this is what has happened to me, but am I going to sit in that or am I going to feel empowered and be a creator? Am I going to sit here and just wish that he hadn't done what he did and just think that I'm the victim forever and that he's the most horrible person in the whole world? Or am I going to say, okay, I actually do want to work on forgiving. I do want to let this go and I want to carry this around with me forever. I, that was the door closing and the new door was me learning how to do all of that, how to learn how to co-parent, how to learn how to move past what had happened to me, how to learn how to not be the victim, how to learn how to have a different mindset and approach to everything, how to get out of my comfort zone and do things like travel with no one, get on a plane by myself, 
um, go into the city and just, hell, go on a blind date. I mean, if you've ever been in the Uber on the way to a date and you've never met the person before, I don't know about you, but I was sweating my, my I was just sweating profusely, so nervous. So those were opportunities where now I learned how to parent myself through those situations. And I didn't realize what I was doing at the time until I kind of started to self-reflect back and put the pieces together and be like, oh, this is what I was doing. I was taking care of myself. So learning everything that I learned only came through that door closing. And if you're sitting here right now and you're knee deep in pain, I promise you, if you make it a point to say, I am going to learn from this, I am going to get better, I am going to change my life, I am going to get out of my comfort zone, I am not going to allow this to take me down rabbit holes and ruin the rest of my life, that is an absolute no, then you will get better than you even thought you could have because you're open and this is where you really start healing some stuff and this is where the walls come down and you start looking at okay I'm going to reevaluate my priorities my passions what's my purpose like you start having such a deeper perspective on life and yourself and you know sometimes what we thought we wanted wasn't actually aligned with who we are and what we really do desire And that door closing and that pausing that we do gives you an opportunity to make us realize that. And it nudges us to kind of realign our focus and pursue what really matters and think about the relationships that we want in our lives and what are the things that we really do value. What what were the things that we couldn't get from that person that we really did want it really, really will give you an opportunity to redirect yourself. And this is where you will find happiness because in that pausing and in that period where you're working on yourself and you're self-reflecting and, and you're doing all that hard stuff, which, I mean, it sucks. I'm not, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. It's not fun. No one wants to do it. But if you have to go through a short period of discomfort to have what it is that you really want, the overall the overall well-being of, okay, I do know how to take care of myself. I do know how to goal set. I do know what's right for me. I do trust myself. I know that no matter what happens, I'm going to be okay. When you have that, you are now, you have now become the healthy version of yourself that you actually always wanted to be. So now let's talk about like the exciting part. Let's talk about the new door opening because obviously after one door closes, the possibilities for any kind of a new opportunity, whether it's a goal, whether it's work, whether it's money, whether it's friends, relationship, etc., begin to happen. But like I said, you have to be open. So could it be a new career change? Could it be a new relationship or any, there's Annie, <laughs> any kind of personal development that you want to get into, side hustle, whatever, that new door, you create. And most people don't realize that they just think, okay, when one door closes, another opens, the door that you open is going to be one that you conscious consciously created for yourself, whether you know that or not. Well, I, I I shouldn't say consciously, but you will open that door and you will have created that door, whether you know it or not. So if you are working on yourself, you understand that, okay, I am going to create that door. That is all me. I'm a creator. I'm not a person that's going to sit back and let life just happen to me. This is where things are exciting 
This is where you start to learn that the possibilities are endless. This is where you start to really get in alignment with who you are and what you want out of this life and in all areas of your life. I talk about a lot of that in my high value boot camp, where we go over goal setting and we talk about all areas of life. We talk about our love life, our career, money, friendships, hobbies, etc. Because when the door closes and you're pausing, you look at all these areas of your life because a lot of the areas of your life are changing because this change is now happening. And while all of those areas of life, when they do start to change, can feel very stressful, because think about it, all of your areas of life, money, career, home life, romantic relationships, family, friends, if a lot of those start moving, that means that you're not comfortable anymore. And that can cause some serious stress. I'm not, I'm not going to lie. So when those, when some areas of life and look, every area of your life, we're always moving different areas of life. So if right now you're content with every area except, you know, your romantic relationships, then that's the area that you're working on. But if everything else feels good, then you don't feel that stressed, really. It's when multiple areas of life you're starting to work on, it can become very stressful. And this is where you have to really manage your stress levels while you're going through these transitional periods because sometimes there are multiple things that are happening. When I went through my divorce, I honestly, every area of my life changed. I just had bought a house and just began like nesting in a way. I just had my son. I had to get, I got divorced. I no longer had relationships with my in-laws. I didn't have a job at the time because I was just about to be a stay-at-home mother. So I kind of gave up my career and knew I didn't want to go back to that career because I wasn't happy with it, but didn't know what was going to happen next. I had to sell my home and move. I lost a couple of friends that year as well. I mean, everything in my life was changing. And to be honest, even looking back, I'm like, how, hell, how the hell did I even get through all of that? But I think I just embrace, it's funny because I really learned how to be in the moment, slow myself down. And I think I had to because I had a newborn baby. So I couldn't be so wrapped up in all of these other things that I don't want to say didn't matter, but he was the priority and he always has been. So I think because I dove into him, it allowed me to find like a little center and a little peace in my day while the chaos was happening. And to be honest, I knew each thing would just start working itself out and it did. And so, and I mean, cause that is how life works. So I didn't get too caught up in all of the change, but it definitely was a very stressful period. And if you are going through it right now, it is stressful, but I encourage you to look at it from a different perspective and understand that the most important part of this door closing is going to be your pause period. When you pause and you start thinking about, okay, what's next short term? What's next long term? Okay. So if the short term is I do have to sell my house. Okay. I have to grieve that. And I have to mourn it and I have to do all the things that I have to do in order to kind of get out of this situation and go into a situation that, yep, maybe I don't want or I didn't ask for, but I know it is temporary because I'm going to recreate. So I want you to leave today listening to me and feeling that empowerment that you are actually a creator, that this door closing is not a reflection on you and what is not meant for you. It's actually life's way of giving you 
what it is that you truly do want and desire. It's just redirecting you. And the redirecting is not comfortable, but you will get to where you want to be. You just have to trust in the process, switch your perspective on what this actually means, what is going to happen. Of course, remember when one door closes, it's not the end. It's just a new beginning in a different direction. And while embracing change and learning from the closure and opening yourself up is an incredible opportunity. Yes, I know it's also difficult at times, but if you want to have a better outcome, just embrace where you are in those difficulties and see yourself through them because you are more than capable. I'm not the first person that will go through hell and back. Neither are you. And so if we can all learn from each other and go through these times in our lives that are really difficult, you will 100% get through this. You will learn everything you need to learn from it. You will have more knowledge than you probably ever thought you would ever have (laughs) regarding self-development, but you'll also get more in alignment with who you are. And this rediscovery period is about you right now. So if you enjoyed today's episode, please don't forget to follow me next week when I post more podcasts. Don't forget to check me out on YouTube, social media. Annie is just making noise down here today. (laughs) She's just my little partner in crime. So until next time, you guys, I'm so glad that I was able to have a chat with you. Hope it gave you some encouragement and motivation and take care.